Welcome back to another episode of Music Club FM. This week, we're kind of going through a few different things. Last week, we obviously did three massive Glastonbury specials. This week, we're covering some fresh new records from people like Kanye, Bring Me The Horizon, Camel Fat. We're looking at some of the albums that are coming out in July. Happy July to everyone that's uh, that's watching. Uh, we've got some amazing discovery this week from the likes of Oscar Jerome, Flatbrush Zombies, and also a chat with The Clockworks alongside a bit of a festival graveyard for Wireless Festival. So... We have an action-packed show this week of 16 amazing records, starting off with Kanye West and Travis Scott's new monstrosity that is Wash Us in the Blood. This record here, Kanye's back, about to release a new album called, forthcoming album called God's Country. This is the first single taken from that record, which features Travis Scott. It's mixed by Dr. Dre as well. Music video is pretty brutal. It feels to me like Kanye is delving around his different eras it's kind of he's taking the dark industrial side from records like Yeezus this is very comparable to Yeezus kind of maybe a bit more raw sounding a little bit more like Teal Up which I loved as a record that's probably my favourite Kanye album whilst also you know he doesn't swear in this record he talks a lot about God and Jesus um, so he's kind of keeping it still on his religious thing which uh, you know it's not for me but I respect it uh, at least he's keeping with it so enjoy this this is Wash Us In The Blood by Kanye West and Travis Scott Wash Us In The Blood I'm interested to see how well that record ages. I literally just put it in at the top because it's the biggest record. But um, yeah, we'll see. Next, we're talking about Bring Me The Horizon, who are back. They have announced they're not putting out a new record. They're in kind of a new era. So they're releasing four EPs over the next, I think, 12 months, um, rather than putting out a new album, which I've got a lot of time for. A lot of time. We talk about the, the importance of singles and EPs later on in the show when I catch up with the clockworks um, but Bring Me The Horizon listening to them and their new record it's quite cool I quite like it it's a little more uh, it's a little less commercial than some of their previous stuff especially off of Ammo but it's still really cool I really rate it and you know I'm excited to see more of them I really enjoyed Ammo as an album I thought it was a really cool record it kind of blended alternative heavy music with pop in a way which I don't think many people have been able to do so I'm just excited to see what comes next really and I guess if you've not got the need to put out a big album then having a kind of a, a blender stuff is pretty cool so yeah this is the first thing taken from that new era this is Parasite Eve by Bring Me The Horizon it's a parasite Next, we're moving into an act that I did very early on in, in WCF last year. We're talking about Camel Fat, who are amazing, amazing guys from Liverpool. Liverpool? Manchester. Yep, they're from Liverpool. Many releases on Defected Records, big records. Go and check them out if you enjoy this. This time, teaming up with Yanis from Foles on the record Hypercolor. It feels to me that especially after Yanis produced that last album and has done some kind of Foles remixes, that there might be a little Yanis spin-off project in that kind of SLP way that happened last year with Serge from Kasabian. And I'm okay with that. If this is the first kind of dabble of that, then this is cool. I like this. This record is really cool, obviously. Camel Fat, 
Blending the heavy hitters every summer, so to in- include Yanis is, is really cool, it's blending the two worlds, and also it feels to me like the start of something interesting for Yanis. I'm okay with that. Uh, enjoy this for now though, this is Hypercolor featuring Yanis by Camel Fat. Moving into some albums that are due out this month, starting off with, we've got some big records coming out this month. The next one, two, three, four records are all albums that are due out in July, starting off with The Incredible Dream Wife, an act that I have only really just discovered. I listened to them play sport on Annie Macron's hottest record. Uh, they released their debut album, let's have a little look at them, Bella, Alice and Raquel, uh, they're based in London, members hail from Iceland, the Somerset, so their first album came out in 2018, self-titled 11 track album following uh, their Fire EP, this year started off releasing the record Sport, then followed up with When You're Gonna, I'm pretty sure this new record of theirs is mixed, recorded, mastered, engineered by an all-woman team, and I don't think it's ever happened before. I could be wrong. Pretty sure that was that was the fact when they were when they put out Sport earlier on in the year, uh, which is mad. So uh, uh, everything I've heard from that album so far is absolutely exceptional. Yeah, I love Hasta La Vista and Temporary, um, and so when you go out, like all four records they put out are amazing. Today we're playing the more slower, less hard in your face record. Uh, we're playing Temporary, which is just lovely. If you like the kind of softer Wolf Alice, this is kind of comparable, I think. Um, but they have they have the ability to really go out there as well. I have a lot of time for, I'm well excited for this record because every single's brilliant. That comes out on Friday, so I am gagging. Enjoy this. This is Temporary by Dreamwife. Coming out at the end of July on the 31st is the incredible follow-up to last year's debut album Dog Rule by Fontaine's DC. Their second album, Hero's Death, is due out on the 31st. They first released the record of the same title, Hero's Death, um, kind of towards the start of last month, and I love that record. Very, very Iggy and the Stooges, I think. Very cool. This time they're back with a new record, the amazing I Don't Belong, which I love. Really excited to see how they follow this up because their first album was a monster. A monster. And a lot of people have gone down and just said how amazing they are live. Uh, It was nominated for a Mercury. A lot of pressure on them to smash this. Uh, And if they do, we're going to see the start of an unstoppable band here. So really, really interested to see what, what comes next. This is the incredible I Don't Belong by Fontaine's DC. I don't belong to anyone and another guy, another massive album coming out that later this month is the amazing new mixtape playlist album, whatever he's calling it. He's not calling it an album, but it is an album. Uh, None of us are getting out of this alive by the streets. 2011 was the last streets record that got released. 2011, so mega excited for this one. Obviously, we've had uh, Cooling Up My Phone um, earlier on by Features Tame Impala earlier on in the year. We've also got records out with the likes of Hack Baker. This album features people like Idols, Miss Banks, Jimothy Lacoste, Rob Harvey. Like It's a cool album. I'm well excited for this. Just some really, really interesting collaborations, especially excited for that Idols collaboration. What a monster. So, enjoy this. This is I Wish I Loved You As Much As You Love Him, featuring the incredible Deneo and Green Tea Peng. I don't know Green Tea Peng. An incredible new record by The Streets. I wish you loved you as much as you love him 
And the last album I want to talk about today is by the incredibly unique Oliver Tree. Now, Oliver Tree, I heard... Uh, first came across him a, a couple of years ago and he's like this bizarre like meme genre wise described as alternative electro pop and indie pop Oliver Tree Nickel from Santa Cruz California has a real kind of punk, pop punk meets hip hop kind of vibe going on uh, has previously toured with Neuro Frank Ocean Tyler the Creator and this record of his has been delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed so I'm really intrigued to see what it finally sounds like we've played previous records by him today we're playing the wonderful Cash Machine uh, taken from his new album this that album is due out later this month I'm really excited to check that one out as well and a lot of people I know will be excited to check this one out as well this is Cash Machine by Oliver Tree I want to move in now to some a bit of discovery um, the first record that we're going to talk about today follows in nicely from Oliver Tree and that's but also is very different we're talking about a guy called Kenny Hoopla who I came across by one of you guys recommended him um, and wow what a guy this this guy can make music I was discussing him with my brother yesterday he's done some, some of the research for this for me today and he sounds so much like a blend of emo and Two Door Cinema Club there's a real post-punk rock and roll scream thing going on with this indie pop like it's brilliant he is from cleveland ohio and has you know he's got this thing that every record of his ends in like a double forward slash uh, just the music that is being played is really great i absolutely love it today we're playing a record from his recent ep that came out kind of i think last month or in may how will i rest in peace if i'm buried by a highway this is just incredible i'm obsessed with this this is the incredible kenny hoopla I managed to yesterday catch up with the guys from the Clockworks. They're a really cool new band out of Galway and Ireland. Uh, all right, I'll let this speak for itself. Hi, how you doing? How you doing, man? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, thanks. You're from Galway, is that right? Based, based in London? London? Yeah, from uh, Lockeray in Galway, yeah. We're based in London now at the moment. Uh, okay, whereabouts in London? Uh, near Golders Green, Brent Cross. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. How's, um, how's it been during lockdown? We were actually, um, well, myself and, and Sean were home for about three months we, we went home in March to Ireland oh, okay. um, and James is actually still at, still back in, in Galway um, but Tom our bass player he, he's been here the whole time and he said it's been kind of kind of eerie um, just like kind of going going around the, the centre of London and being like uh, 28 days later kind of <laughs> <kinda, laughs> yeah like kinda but yeah we're, we're back now uh, myself and Sean and um, it's kind of getting seems to be getting busy again yeah judging on traffic at least yeah yeah that's like <laughs> obviously everything's everything's not open yet but um, I think they're they're talking about doing that soon yeah I take it you haven't out to like rehearse or anything or, or get together and like make anything new or anything like that at all we're uh, working on stuff but we haven't been in the same room in over three months now which is the first time in probably years since we were since we were in school mm. you know that we haven't played together and it's really it's been strange but like we've actually kept the creative side going with demos and James is writing heaps of songs these days just fun that's brilliant yeah um 
Cool. Well, that's good. Well, it's, I guess that for a lot of people, that's been really hard. And I guess at least people have like Skype and like Zoom to try and do some form of... Yeah, no, I think like modern life has made that thing a whole lot easier. Like, can you imagine if we were back in the 80s or even the 90s, you know how difficult that would have been all living it's in different impossible. space? Yeah. It's been impossible. Mad. Expensive. I think like the last year or two is probably the first time that was really, really manageable. Do you know what I mean? Literally, yeah. like all these people, everyone working from home and all that, like there's so much has happened. But like even in like last couple of years, so much more has happened. That, yeah. um, I don't know, yeah. you'd have been lost even five years ago. So. This pandemic would have been crazy in the 80s or 90s with no Zooms and no, I don't know, you know, even online banking, all that, all like everything that's through the internet. I really love the idea that you've, you've kind of, everyone always thinks that the future is bright, right? And that we're moving into some, some kind of lovely narrative. Uh, but that's not necessarily the case. And I guess what we were talking about there with, with kind of like technology and stuff being more available to us. But yeah, it's, we're still not moving kind of a rate that we kind of thought we would be had we been looking forward 20 years ago. Is that kind of the gist of the record? Yeah, I'm moving in a different direction as well. Like my dad used to have these comics called 2080, I think they were called. <laughs> You know, and it was like hover cars and, uh, you know, stuff like that. Like, hover yeah. cars. you know, that kind of world where it's like, you know, and you assume that like food is like produced in like factories and like, you know, like animals and, and farms and stuff don't exist. And, there's, you know, there's some like, no, it's like a utopia, basically. Mm. Sorry. Whereas like, I don't think we're in anything close to a utopia now. Mm. So even though like, yeah, like you said, like Zoom, like this is great that we can work from home now like we couldn't before and stuff. But it's like the underlying, like the big issues of the world sort of just don't move that well, much. And that's that's kind of louder now than it ever has been, isn't it? You know, like the amount of right. people around the world that don't have access to like good health care and, you know, the, the BLM movement, for example, which is just rife at the moment, uh, is, is mad. Something we talk about on this show quite a bit is the lack of um, like female acts book for festivals is such a, a relevant thing. And it's like, hang on a minute, how are we still having those conversations? You, you assume like a, a lot of people, a lot of the issues are trying to like remind people that these that the issues haven't gone away mm. you know like there's like so much time spent so much like energy spent just telling people that the thing you think isn't an issue is still an issue let alone actually actively solving it you know? yeah I, I i was listening to it earlier and pro- probably listening to it as a record and, and thinking kind of critically about it and i was like this is it's so true like we're in this place where we especially 2020 you know if you look at back to the future it's like you said it's flying cars and, and you know you put a banana in your car to power it and that's all good but yeah yeah it's like- <laughs> you know, it's still powered by coal and you know having these horrendous issues that still happen to us mm. i wish we could uh transport ourselves to uh, like a utopian sort of time but it's like that's what the people the people in the 50s thought today would be that yeah absolutely. you know what i mean and now you're walking like we're walking around thinking that everything is is right mm. Yeah, and we'll probably be thinking in the 2080s that it'll be all right. And right, yeah, yeah. In our in our like weird technology that we could never predict now. <laughs> it definitely isn't hover cars. No matter yeah. what it is, it's not hover cars. Definitely not. So I've seen that um, you. I'm, I'm right in thinking that you've played shows of people like Fontaine's DC in the past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How was that? Uh, they they weren't like the uh, the Fontaine's DC that everyone knows now, and we weren't the clockworks that some people know now. Do you know we were? We were both small bands in Ireland playing yeah, no. small groups to a few people. 
Which was great. Uh, which is, we love, you know, we, we love connecting with other bands, especially when we were back in Galway, we just put on gigs ourselves and find bands from Dublin and ask them down to play with us and um, vice versa and it's just great you know connecting with other like-minded musicians and it's great yeah. to see success from as well from, from that yeah well there seems to be a, a, just a, an array of, of an amazing talent coming out of Ireland at the moment um, uh, there's so many cool bands that are just around at the moment they just seem to be smashing it it's um, funny isn't it something in the water maybe it, it's a funny yeah. one it's like we've because we've spoken about it a couple of times before, you know, even amongst each other, but like with, say, other people maybe in like interviews or whatever. And it's like, you know, in, in, in the past, when there have been sort of scenes or whatever you want to call them, like little pockets of like loads of bands coming out of a certain space. And you, mm. and they often talk about how they weren't really, they were sort of oblivious to, to it happening until yeah. other people told them it was happening, you know? Yeah. And I think, I, I think we, maybe specifically us in particular were completely that way because because we were in the west of Ireland in our own little bubble I keep saying I, I keep saying in our own little bubble but it was so it did sort of feel like a little bubble yeah and then there was like bands like Fontaine's over in Dublin and then they were sort of doing that and we were like kind of like playing trying to get bands over to go away a bit and we were going over there a bit and then suddenly you know there's like all these bands everyone's going like there's so many bands coming out of got, or Ireland and you're like, yeah actually I, I guess, I guess there is actually, yeah. 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 It's, it's cool. Hard to describe, but yeah, it's cool. No, it's really cool. It's good to see like diversity in, in our music as well. And it's so easy and to for everything just to come out of like London. But you know, you have great stuff coming out of Ireland and Liverpool and like the northern cities and, and even places like Middlesbrough and Newcastle. Like there's some cool stuff coming out of everywhere. As well as like I've just come back from a year in Australia and some of the music that's coming out of Australia is ridiculous. Like it's there's yeah. so much it's not just linear now, it's like not New York and London like it always has been it feels like we're really kind of spreading out again which is which is really cool I'm really excited for it is there a strong culture in Australia of music there yeah so so where where we have like the BBC over here um, and, and like Radio 1 they're, they're big uh, radio station is called Triple J which if you go to oh, YouTube yeah. you search for Triple J and, yeah 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 like, they do the covers the absolutely yeah like um, version, yeah and, and I guess as a radio station they're kind of somewhere between evening radio one and like six music so they play really cool alternative music all day from across the board and i guess what sparks that is a really interesting uh, blend of music like they have their own kind of like little grind scene which sounds bizarre with an Aussie accent. Um, they've got some really, really cool punk bands, um, and some, and some just yeah, some really like good rock bands and stuff coming out there as well. As well as like, uh, like it's been techno and, and house and drum and bass over there for a long time. It's been a big, a big hub for it over there. But then you got like that's what that's what I would know them for is techno mm. and like Melbourne Truffle, yeah. But then I guess like you look at people like Pendulum and you look at Flume and Tame Impala, like they're they're all from Australia. So there's this really and, cool. and the chats, yeah, who we definitely love on the show. Um, so when's your, when's your next gig? I take I take a look. Like, who knows, right? <laughs> Million pound question. <laughs> God knows. I'd like to say, and I'd like to say next week, but <laughs> more than more than likely uh, next year. Right. Uh, well, please God, next year. Mm. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't know. There's a lot of uh, industry talk that it'll be 
without a vaccine, it might not even be next year, it'll be late next year. That's but, a scary part, yeah. I mean, we, we covered Glastonbury quite a lot this week, and it's just mad that, you know, that 50th year, big year, just didn't go ahead. It's just bizarre. Mm. You know? um, yeah, this was meant to be our biggest um, biggest year yet. Uh, with both bookings-wise, we had the summer pretty filled up with every festival that we wanted in Ireland and England, and Paris and Prague and all these different places lined up with all gone out the window, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it will happen. It's just a delay. Yeah, so I keep telling myself anyway. <laughs> yeah, the weirdest. Yeah, the weird thing is though, like you say, like because we could say like, oh, I will be playing in May, right, next year. Yeah, we could say that, and then at the same time, you're not sure is that pessimistic or optimistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, May, like, is that outrageous, outrageously soon or outrageously far away? Isn't that in itself the most? bizarre thing though that we're to- like I, I, I see that like your next UK booking on like uh, Songkick is live at Leeds which is a like a really cool little um, like a festival for little bands and stuff and there's loads of people there and I'm hoping that goes ahead in November but yeah. like oh well maybe Glastonbury won't go ahead next year which is next June and then it's oh well Reading and Leeds happen at the end of August next year it's cool. hang on a minute mm. You're right, right? Like, is that optimistic or is that pessimistic? And the fact that I suppose the, the bigger the thing you're talking about, the less likely. So, like, mm. Glastonbury is the biggest thing you could imagine. You know, so the likelihood of that happening is lower than like Leeds. Mm. You know, especially although it's outside. Sure. Yeah, although it is outside, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, true. Yes, that does. Yeah. So it's, it's just it's impossible to reach out. Well, as soon as um, as soon as it's back on, I'll uh, I'd love to come see you guys and uh, yeah, and check it Thank out. The record are really cool are really cool and so you're working towards like anything bigger is it like an EP in the works or bigger than that maybe we're just focusing on singles at the minute yeah um, Creation is a a singles label for now anyway um, and I think that's what um, Alan who runs it um, is happy doing and we kind of spoke to him and we're, we're happy with how the singles are going so I think we're going to keep going with singles for the moment that's cool um, well, that's we're, a fun, fun kind of medium in itself right you can. You don't have to tell a massive story. You can just take these little snippets and comments and stuff, right? Yeah. Well, well, uh, like hopefully we're we're hoping to release them um, closer together, and you know, kind of get a few out in the next couple of months. Um, just kind of become more regular with them. So then, yeah, you're right. Kind of tell these little stories as opposed to you know putting a lot of time into an EP when we can just if, if we're releasing regularly. Then it's kind of the same thing. Absolutely, yeah. Course, like also, I think it also allows us to focus on coming up with a really good album instead of just putting out like I'll put out your three singles, throw together seven B sides. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not. We're in, like everything about us is whatever that is. Everything about us is the opposite. Right. Okay. <laughs> like. Like we we don't like to waste a hi hat, let alone some songs on an album. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like we don't like to waste like one once if like a guitar shouldn't be playing for one second, even if you're even if you want to play, if, if we don't think it should be playing, it's not going to be there. You know what I mean? So. Well, I guess it also forces you. It forces you to be in that place where you're only as good as your last. And so many people, uh, like you said, put three really great singles out, and then put a load of filler and, and weird stuff out. And but if you're constantly putting out singles, then you're constantly one-upping yourself. It's just gonna- yeah. I, I like the idea of keeping um, consistency and quality by in, in the singles. You know, it suits us down to the ground at the moment. That while we work on an album or like discuss an album, we just keep producing quality singles well, and just keep. 
as long as, um, as long as uh, the, as the, of this quality, then uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be a listener. Oh wait, yeah, we should probably mention that now. Actually, uh, we have a new single coming out August fourteenth. August fourteenth. Yeah, we just posted a little kind of sneak of that on our Instagram there a few days ago. The new video, so there'll be more information on that soon. But it's uh, can I speak to a manager or a manager? No, it is a manager. Yeah. I second guess myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to the Clockworks there. I love this record. We're going to play the uh, the amazing The Future Is Not What It Was. Enjoyed that a lot. Excited to see them when I'm allowed to. That would be great. But for now, this is The Future Is Not What It Was by The Clockworks. The future is not what it was. The future is not as good as it was. Next, we're talking about a guy called Oscar Jerome. I have no information about him at all. Added this record. It's one of these things in the first, like... 20 seconds sounds like something that I think is just really boring but builds and builds and then when um, Brother Portrait comes in and does his verse it sounds really really different I really I really like it I'm going to let this record speak for itself it is absolutely amazing I'm excited to see more and more from him it's been on repeat in my house this record is amazing this is You're Saying featuring Brother Portrait by Oscar Jerome Next, we're talking about a rap collective called Flaprush Zombies. Three of them, uh, Michi Darko, Zombie Juice, and Eric Ark Elliott. Uh, they're from Brooklyn, New York, described as hip-hop. We talked about Flaprush Zombies when we talked about Denzel Curry. They did a that really cool live show where they like performed in the wrestling ring together. They're, they've got a really cool energy. In fact, it says here that they uh, first bonded over Dragon Ball Z and wrestling when they met in high school. I love that. That's brilliant. I think they're a, a, like um, a pr- much bigger in America. I don't think there's something that's kind of broke over here, but I love this record here. It's one that's... I've got so much time for people that can still flow and, and, and rhyme and it not be aggressive. This is It's hard to explain this sound because it's not really in your face and it's just a bit different but I really love it and I love the production on this record it's just great this is the wonderful Blessings by Flatbrush Zombies Life is too short too bad and too wicked cherish today now it's too late for us to kick it we're going to finish today's show off just by playing another five records all from Wireless Festival which was meant to happen this weekend RIP so in today, this week's festival Graveyard we're talking about some incredible rappers that were booked for booked for Wireless um I whittling, whittling, whistling this down was not easy I mean there's a lot of stuff that I don't like like there's a lot of stuff I don't like but there's a lot of stuff which is great and I'd love to see starting off with the incredible ASAP Rocky who I have seen before actually he played Reading a few years ago and I was really disappointed in him something about I don't think they do it anymore but like live rappers would come on stage and just like do their ad-libs and bounce around the stage and I just find that really Lazy. When I've seen rappers who actually do the rapping, like Run the Jewels or Odd Future or or Eminem, like they they properly commit to it rather than just do the ad libs. I've got time for that. I hope that that was just a weird little time in ASAP Rocky's past, and he's not going to continue to do that because I think he's absolutely great. Today we're playing the wonderful Sundress, which takes an amazing Tame Impala sample. Oh, I f- love this record. It's so good. Enjoy this. This is Sundress by ASAP Rocky. Next, we're coming back to the UK and we're talking about the wonderful Skepta, who, of course, is 
synonymous with the word grime. He is such an important musician and has been for the last 15 years, really, since he since grime was first around. Like Skepta's been a big name in that world. A few years ago, released the wonderful Kanichiwa, which did that one win the Mercury? Yeah, 2016 won the Mercury for it, which is a big bold statement. Um, which for me felt like the real restart of grime and set a new bar of how how British MCs had to be. Uh, I just yeah, it's an amazing body of work and today's record is taken from that record it also from that album it also samples the brilliant queens of the stone age enjoy this this is the wonderful man by skepta i don't know why man's calling me family all of a sudden like hmm my mum don't know your mum stop telling man you're my cousin next we're talking about aj tracy live and direct uh who is just going from strength to strength at the moment isn't he i first came across him in 2017 with this record that we're playing today since then he's gone on to work with denzel curry and he's gone on to release that amazing new record with h he's put out his debut album he's smashed uh released tiago silver with dave he smashed reading and leeds last year um and he's just set to go from strength to strength to strength to strength to strength he is a absolute monster and i love him to bits today we're playing the brilliant blacked out taken from his debut ep mixtape whatever you want to call it it's absolutely brilliant i love it enjoy this this is blacked out by aj tracy Tracksuit grey, black, blue I was just a hope-filled kid like you Left ends broke, got a win, can't lose Everything fresh when I came back through Trippy Red is an artist who When I first heard this record I hadn't really listened to any other of this kind of LA emo rap thing that's been happening And this record in particular was one that I like I'd heard nothing like it before It was like listening to The Used Whilst listening to, I don't know, like Post Malone or something It was Post Malone on steroids, I think, Trippy Red It's this kind of screechy rock and roll emo rap It's really cool And really, I think, helped define a lot of those artists That we talked about last year When we talked about these emo rappers Like Ghost Mane, like Bexy, like Teddy, like Smoker Sack Those guys, I don't think you have any of those Um without Trippy Red I think he's just a big part of that so enjoy this this is the wonderful Love Scars by Trippy Red you won't get a dime no no never spin it spin it I've been here for a minute minute and to finish off the show we're going to be talking about Young Thug Young Thug is an artist that I don't really listen to that much but is a is a really important rapper in that he is every so often genres happen and and trends start and everyone jumps on board and i get bored when that happens which is why i'm so bored of mumble rap and a lot of the atlanta sound however the person who starts it i'm okay with that because they're defining that idea so in that world i don't mind future i don't mind migos and i don't mind young thug because they're the originators that are the originators of, of that whole sound, they deserve to do it. Everyone else that's come after them is just copying them and they're not doing anywhere near as good a job. So to pretend that I, I, like, I know Young Thug and listen to his music is, is would be foolish. However, he did feature on this wonderful record. So we're gonna play this to end the show. This is the incredible I Know There's Gonna Be A Good Time by Jamie XX featuring Young Thug, taken from Jamie XX's debut album, It's a Stunner. I love it. And it's just a summer banger. Thank you so much for tuning in to this point. It's been a fun episode to do this week. Uh, a really simple one. Back to kind of normal a little bit. Bit of here, there and everywhere. There's some great records that are in this show, though. I really enjoy this one. If you have any recommendations, as always, pop them in the description below. And I will inevitable, inevitably try and get them out to you. 
and I'll certainly try and listen to them, that's for sure. Um, let me know if you think anything in particular. I'm going to do a Reading 2021 prediction video, I think, next week. So let me know your thoughts there. Who do you want to play Reading and Leeds 2021? Who are you wanting to play Glastonbury next year as well? I'm hoping festivals can go ahead. That's all I want. Anyway, I'll leave you with this one. This is The Amazing. I know there's going to be a good time by Jamie XX featuring Young Thug. Cheers. Good times, it's gonna be some good times. Man, we used to pull up and let them fight at that hood.